Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Monday the 10th of February. Coming up, we take a look at how Kent's been hit by Storm Kira. This is definitely the worst for a number of years. The length of time that it went on and the strength of the wind was, was a lot worse than others. Find out why inspectors have praised a Kent prison. It's easy to brush these people off. Um, and at the end of the day... They're human beings like you and me. And in sport, the Gillingham manager's disappointed with the weekend's result. We're drawn with teams that we should be putting away, shouldn't we? You know, we've we've drawn, I think it's four or five at the last ten or eleven. Kent News. So first up today, the effects of Storm Kira are still being felt across Kent as strong winds continue. Heavy rain and gusts of more than 90 miles per hour caused travel chaos yesterday. And there's more disruption today with another weather warning and flood alerts in force. Toby Howe is the senior highway manager at the county council. There are still a number of trees down that we know about that need to be dealt with. There are also ones that we won't yet know about that will probably get calls throughout the day as people are out and about. But on top of that, we then had the heavy rainfall yesterday evening, so we've still got a large amount of flooding around the county. We'd had very good updates from the Met Office warning us that basically from 9 till 9 through yesterday, we were going to have very strong gusts and heavy rain showers, so we were able to plan for it. There are a lot of areas of flooding, as I mentioned, and trees down that we we may not be aware of, in particular on minor roads. So you never know what's around the next corner. So really take extra care, allow extra time and be safe out there. This is definitely the worst for a number of years. We had Brendan only a few weeks back, which was fairly bad, but I mean, sort of an average winter storm, but this was by far the worst that we've had. The length of time that it went on and the strength of the wind was was a lot worse than others. We'll have crews out there, we'll have officers out there dealing with inquiries and um, really sort of that's possible through the week that we will still have more incidences because a lot of the trees in particular are destabilised by the very wet ground now. A lot will have been weakened yesterday, so it won't take much wind to really sort of pull some more down, unfortunately. You can follow updates on any travel disruption in our story online. Kent Online reports. Also today, a man's made his first appearance at Crown Court, charged with murder following a stabbing in Northleet. A 44-year-old man was found at a house in Hamilton Road in the early hours of last Tuesday. Harry Harris, who's 28 and from Chigwell in Essex, is expected to plead not guilty and claim self-defence when he's back in court in March. A man's been charged after armed police were called to reports of a shooting in Folkestone. A BB gun and two knives were seized after officers were sent to Cheriton Road yesterday morning where a car had been damaged. A 39-year-old from the town is accused of possessing an imitation firearm. An elderly woman who admitted killing her neighbour by careless driving has avoided being sent straight to prison. George James died in hospital from pneumonia after suffering a broken leg when Dorothy Sanders accidentally drove her car through the front of his house on Neil Road in West Kingsdown last April. The 80-year-old voluntarily gave up her licence and has now been given a 12-week suspended sentence. Kent Online News. Next up, we've been hearing why an open prison on the Isle of Sheppey has received a glowing report by inspectors. HMP Stamford Hill has been praised for the work it's doing to rehabilitate inmates. Governor Dawn Maldron is reassuring the public about how it works. There is nobody in Stamford Hill that is of high risk for anybody in the community to be uh, worried about. 
We look at their history and their risk factors of why they came into prison to start off with. And if they're not suitable, then they're not really suitable for an open prison. And we do send the uh, men back into, into closed prisons. I think the report highlighted that we send a minimal amount back, but we do send them back if we feel that the risk is too high at that point. It is uh, um, really important that members of the community are reassured that um, we keep strict controls and monitoring on, on our men in the community. Carl Kemeno works there as a prison officer. It's easy to brush these people off. Um, and at the end of the day, they're human beings like you and me. They've just taken the wrong path. You, you need to build up the relationships because you need a little bit of element of trust between yourself and the guy you're talking to because if there's no trust there as such, he's not going to talk to you, he's not going to open up, he's not going to tell you what his problems are. Inmate Rob Wiley has been telling us how he feels to be in an open prison. Well excited and plus he, as I'm anxious to get out and that the officers do say that the doors are open if you need to speak to us and that so the jobs are there if you want to, need to go out there to settle back in and stuff, get time with your family so you don't just go and just try and plot in somewhere. It helps you fit back in. Kent Online reports. Thousands of pounds worth of jewellery has been stolen from a shop in Whitstable. A number of rings were taken when the business on the high street was targeted in the early hours of yesterday. The front door and a cabinet inside were damaged. Ten ports are going to be given special tax status in the UK, which the government hopes will boost jobs and regenerate run-down areas. The so-called free ports are able to escape paying duties on imported goods if they're later exported again. A consultation is being launched after which sea, air and rail ports, including those in our county, can bid for the tax exemption. Kent Online Showbiz. Now, World War One film 1917 has won three awards at the Oscars overnight. It picked up prizes for cinema cinematography, visual effects and sound, but missed out on being named Best Picture. Kent historian Andy Robertshaw worked with director Sam Mendes on the production and making sure it was accurate. I was called in a bit, literally 18 months ago and did some work on the screenplay um, and then worked literally with every department, whether it was the costume department or working with props, building trenches, doing all those things and ultimately on location. For most of the film, I missed some of it. Sam Mendes' grandfather, Alfred Mendes, was in the British Army from June 1916 to the end of the war. So was my granddad, John Andrew Robertshaw. So they mirrored. They, they probably never met, oddly, uh, but certainly I was able to use my personal background to it, my family background, to help uh, Sam with his family. I mean, certainly advising on things as simple as the right uniforms in terms of the equipment that they were wearing and how they wear it, the idea of the right badges, the right the right uniforms. But for me, the, the, the key point was picking a unit. So the 18th Division, Ivan Max's division, a division I know very well, involved in the capture of Teepval. They wanted to mention Teepval. It had to be 18th Division, a unit from East Anglia and Kent, funnily enough. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham have extended their unbeaten run in League One to 11 games, but didn't quite do enough to pick up all three points at Burton Albion. Steve Evans's side were held to a goalless draw over the weekend. The manager spoke to us after the game. We should have won. It's a difficult place to come. It doesn't take away the fact that the Brewers have got a good team, good manager, organised, and um, but they're, they're all the luck today. I think decision making in the final third, just so they got one or two that Tom has a strike, and I've always said if his decision is to strike and he's an effort like that, then you applaud it. But if you strike them over the bar from 35 yards when you've got overloads on either flank, then it's disappointing. So uh, the decision making in the final third wasn't where it should have been. 
and that's probably why we are on the table rather than in the top six because we, we're battling teams every week, so we should be. We go away, we go long trip back to Kent. We, we disappointment, disappointment for brilliant support as well that we brought here today, which is a real difficult place to come against a good team. You know, Phil, I've come here many times. I've took a battering here many times. I've, I've gone away winning sometimes. But this is real. This is the first time I've gone away really, really down because we've we've dominated from three o'clock till when the referee blows. We're drawn with teams that we should be putting away, shouldn't we? You know, we've we've drawn. I think it's four or five at last ten or eleven, and I don't think there's any of the games we should lose. I'm not saying we should win them all, but we should probably win two or three more of them. We should win again today. So that's that's what it's costing us. But you know, we were solid. We were organised. We were disciplined. The boys have given us everything. That's the minimum we ask. For up here with 16, 17 players and only two injured, it tells you what we're doing at home. We ain't got the luxury of 30 players and 25 players. But um, but the dressing room is, is managing that itself because everyone's desperate to play. The result has left the Jills 12th in the table on 40 points. And in ice hockey, Kent's Invicta Dynamos have thrashed Cardiff Fire in their latest South Division 1 match. They beat them 19-3 last night after losing 4-3 to Bracknell Hornets on Saturday evening. The Moves are currently fourth in the league. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.